Welcome to Watching Watchmen, a Lost Boys podcast with me, Jack, and me, Jacob. Hello, welcome to Watching Watchmen with me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepherd. We are here to talk about, well, we're here because we have a little special treat for you, don't we? Yeah, we do. We start a Watchmen podcast and we have an interview with Regina King. We do. Angela Aber herself. So if you've seen the first episode of Watchmen, which I'm pretty sure you all have, and if you haven't, go and watch it right away. It's very good. You'll know that uh, Regina King is the MVP of something that is just full of them. We were very lucky to be granted the time to talk to her. Yeah, so Jacob, you sat down with her. Give us a quick quick teaser of the points you touched on. So we touched on just Watchmen as a whole, why she was so up for doing it before even reading a script, why when she read the script she was like, holy shit, Damon Lindelof's gone there, and how she trusted him more than any other white man uh, in the business to do the job justice. And then she what an honour it was and how she would follow Damon into the fire and she spoke about the future of Watchmen beyond season one. So the, so the most of what you spoke about was your love of Damon. Probably yeah. led by your love of Damon. I no doubt about Damon quite You do. A lot. But I wait for her to say his name before I was like, yes! <laughs> and, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so I should say, I interviewed Regina King earlier this year, about six months ago, for If Bill Street Could Talk. Great about film. a week before she won her Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. We spoke about Watchmen then at the time and she did say a few things. I pick and, and you'll notice that I kind of refer to that interview a few times because she actually said back then that Watchmen had similar themes and things to Watchmen. And I remember at the time thinking, eh? What? How? how? <laughs> Watchmen? Um, and I actually bring it back to the interview a lot because she she's not wrong. She's not wrong. There's quite a few similarities similarities there if you go looking so i hope you like what you hear you'll hear that she's very lovely very sweet and that i'm just very happy to be in her presence great so here's jacob's interview with regina king so um when i spoke to you in february i asked you about um watchmen yeah and you were like yeah it's going to shake things up did um, i say that you said yeah that. yeah and i was like ah and you, you you mentioned you kind of compared it in some ways to if bill street could talk and i was like what how and then i sat down and watched the first episode and i was like Okay, yes. I see it all kind of... Wow, did I give you that much? Focus. That's great. You gave me a bit more than I think you were yeah. comfortable with it. Yeah. But um, certainly shaking things up. Yeah. Um, what, what stage, when you first read a script, were you like, yeah, I'm down, I'm doing this? Um, I was down because it was Damon. Damon. Yes. Yeah. And um, I did not know anything about mm-hmm. it. I didn't know anything about the, the graphic novel. I had not seen the movie. So... Um, Five pages in, when I saw that he was uh, doing Tulsa, the Tulsa Massacre, and it's something that my sister and I had talked about, that that story needed to be told, mm. or, or one of those stories, because yep. that's unfortunately, a version of that has happened in several um, uh, uh, cities in America. And um, so that kind of pulled me, you know, I like stopped after reading the first few pages. Yeah. And then um, continued reading, and I was just blown away uh, how much he was able to put in 60-plus pages. Like, there's so many different genres Mm -hmm. all in this one space, and it really fucking works. And um, um, you can, I guess, bleep that out. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, um, And it... 
made me as an audience member want to read more. Yeah. Like I wanted to know, okay, well, what's the second episode? And uh, that's always a cue for me that something is um, making an impact um, as a reader, mm. then uh, usually that's a project that I want to be involved Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, coming off The Leftovers, I'm sure you... I think it's the best TV show ever. That and Lost. So I'm I'm a Damon fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm biased, you yeah. know. I mean, but you kind of you need with with Damon, you need that faith. Yeah. That your patience is going to be rewarded. Like my mum yeah. watched it and she was like, "What the hell's going on?" I was like, "Mum, just watch." You know, you right, know. Right, what, right, what, what, right. She watched Leftovers because of Justin, sure. Right. But then she was lured in. Are people going to be, be? Are there? Is their patience going to be rewarded? I think so, but I think it's not. Uh, what that is, Damon's style. Because I'm sure you being a fan, you probably if you had not read um, uh, um, Watchmen, uh, yeah, when you were watching the show, yeah, I'm sure once you saw articles and and saw that he was in, his style of writing was insp- so a lot of people went to the book after mm. learning um, that that was his inspiration with writing. And so uh, he is, he just creates a safe space. And I think Watchmen, um, while Damon's style is kind of that slow burn, um, I think Watchmen is a little different because he just punches you quick, Mm. real, and you're dazed. And, you know, um, by the time you're, but, but you're still in it, and by the time you get your bearings, he gives you another punch you know yeah and um all of those punches happen just in one episode whereas um i think lost and leftovers kind of you know maybe like slapped you <laughs> <laughs> the side jab yeah, yeah, the yeah, side yeah. Jab, yeah and then started giving you body blows as, yeah. you know the series progressed so um we're giving punches off the rip body blows are coming you know, the body blow blow came at the end of I mean, episode one. No one did. saw that coming. Don Johnson, yeah, just, like what? what is going Absolutely. on? My son was like, <laughs> seriously. Really? He was like, he's homie is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was yeah. going to ask you about your son, um, Ian. No, you mentioned yeah, his Ian. name is called Ian for. Um, and I was going to ask if he's watching this because you, you mentioned before that if Bill Street could talk that it, he said it was the first time he's ever seen himself on the screen yeah. and that he wouldn't have watched it if you hadn't been yeah. in it um, so, but is he watching Watchmen? Oh he yeah, is, yeah he is um, but unfortunately I forgot to tell him at the premiere of the uh, scene um, his mom having sex Oh um, yeah, and, and and I wasn't sitting with him. I sat in the back because I kind of wanted to watch the audience watch the uh, show. And right before that scene uh, came up, I was sitting next to my publicist, and I went, "Ooh, I forgot to tell Ian." <laughs> but luckily, my agent had seen the show before, and she was sitting next to him. Thank God. And so she was like, yeah, here's where you might want to close your eyes. <laughs> so funny. So you luckily, she, you know, because no, I mean, it's like, I just feel like that would scar me to see Absolutely. my mother. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Forget this tonight, she's the hero in this yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, did you ever have any... I mean, firstly, were you surprised when you read the material? I know you were down the minute Damon approached you. Mm-hmm. And, but when you read the material, you were like, whoa, I did not expect him to go here. 100%. Yeah. Like, I could not... Yeah. I mean, I didn't... Un, I just... Like, really? Like, what, what happens with Judd? 
I just was like, how did that, how did you make me fall in love with Judd and Angela's relationship and then just take it away, David? Um, yeah, that was uh, quite, it just was mind boggling. Um, in in the greatest way because you know oh wow this is the this is what we're doing yeah um, it it was just surprises all the way through I've never seen a character like Angela before so just that in itself yeah. was a surprise that it was you know like a lot of times and I've and I've have had the wonderful opportunity to play roles that um, my color had nothing to do mm-hmm. with um, um, with portraying. The character, and that's been a wonderful thing. That's a great uh, a thing to be able to do as a black actor. Um, but um, that that this is part of the story, mm-hmm. and she is still this woman that we've never seen before, mm-hmm. and and her blackness is necessary to tell the story, mm-hmm. and we've never seen her before was just kind of brilliant to me, yeah. you know, um, and surprising. I mean, know? and as well, because Damon Lindelof, you know, being yeah. a white man, you don't expect it to come from yeah. him. Um, was there, I mean, if anyone else, if, if Damon was anyone else, I'm sure there would have been some trepidation maybe, well, but with... Absolutely, no. 100% it would have been. If it was another white writer, even other ones out there that I truly respect and I think are talented, and um, that I probably would have needed to know what's the entire game plan. Right. I, I need I need to know what all nine episodes consist of. I need to know uh, where, where where we land halfway through. Why I would have had to ask so many more questions. Sure, I ask questions mm-hmm. um, um, with about it with Damon after reading the first episode. But I never had any doubt that I wasn't going to do it because I know that Damon was not going to. Um, tell the story irresponsibly. I know that Damon's a collaborator. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not want to work with anyone who doesn't want to bring their ideas and um, their talent fully to the project. Mm-hmm. And um, he told me very early on what the writing team was, the writers that he was surrounding himself with and, and that were challenging him Mm -hmm. would not allow him to um irresponsibly tell a story like this and he's been terrified even with that he's been terrified he's just always crippled of self-doubt isn't he damon which is i suppose the mark of a true genius yeah i want to whisper it but it's true true. um how much of a reflection on the real world is watchmen um i mean I'm sure it is, but like how much in your view? I mean, this is this is a world where the US president compared, you know, um, impeachment inquiry to being lynched just yesterday. Yeah. So what on earth? I mean, it, Robert Redford looks like a, uh, a better right, prospect, right. right? Yeah. But I mean, the thing that's interesting, even with, uh, you know, with the wonderful things that have taken place in that Watchmen world, you know, uh, this, we've, we've beat climate change, mm. you know, we've eradicated the use of cell phones um these things that uh you think makes us better in a lot of ways um as you can see we're still riddled with uh problems because of things we've never tackled before we got to this 
plate. So um, I think it's a great example of it's not going to be for us to get uh, to a place where we've actually have grown and are um, the way our country handles its history of racism mm-hmm. and its present a way of, uh, of of how racism makes a part of our country presently mm-hmm. is it's going to take true conversations with uh, progressives and conservatives. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't just be only liberal thinking and it just can't be only mm-hmm. um, conservative thinking. It's got to be some place where we're at the table, um, you know, tasting each other's favorite dish yeah you know that's a good analogy i've not really thought about it before that was jacob's interview with regina king that was it that was great i well i hope you think it was great i i i hope people think it was great too because i mean she sounds what do you make of it what do you make of what she said i think she sounds great i'm glad i'm glad she's been given a show like this where she can flex her muscles too well, well, I, I, I tried to make the point that she's done a lot of things before, but she's never done something that has. I mean, if Bill Street could talk, James Baldwin, obviously very beloved book, and it's material that people are very uh, passionate about. But she's dealing with nerds now, and it's the Regina King show, you know, and it's the Regina King show, and it's her first piece of work since the Oscar win, which she said in a recent Guardian interview, you know. That doesn't bother her at all. Like in terms of winning an Oscar is not what she set out to do with her career. She's done it, but it shouldn't define what she does. It should. She should be. It should be coinage of being able to do more things. And you know. And she's starring opposite another Oscar winner in the show. Well, Louis Gossett Jr. has won an Oscar. He plays uh, Will Reeves. Yeah, he won one in the eighties. So you've got two, basically, kind of semi leads. Yeah. In parts. Jeremy Irons have been nominated. Don't know. Maybe. Anyway, I, I, I just love Regina King so much and I don't think the show would be the same without her. So it's a pleasure talking to her. Great. And where can people find us, Jacob? You can find us at Watchmen Boys. Uh, and if you want to find um, us at our other podcast, it's Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Yeah, give us a like, subscribe. On iTunes. Um, on iTunes, a five-star review. Obviously five stars. And yeah. Well, I, I, just, I just want to say, we um, it's not the last you're going to hear from Regina. Uh, we've got a few little tidbits from her about episode two and episode three, um, which you'll be able to listen to in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. Amazing. This has been Watching Watchmen. I'm Jacob. I'm Jack. And do you know what? That was Regina King. <laughs>